Hi, Natalie. Hey, Tara. How are you? Good. How are you? Living the dream. Living the dream. That's good. Yeah, I'm staying indoors as much as possible now because it's too freaking hot outside. It's insane how hot it is outside. I am literally melting within minutes. It's ridiculous. The air is just like a heavy curtain. Yeah, it's really gross. Hot, heavy. And it's probably going to be that way for the indefinite future because it's always ridiculously hot here in Atlanta for extended periods of time. Oh my goodness. Are you ready? Are you ready for the summer? And it hasn't even like hit us in full yet. It's going to be wild. I know. I think what, 86? 86 today, but we've had quite a bit of rain. So at least that's keeping us cool. Yeah. Not helping with the humidity though. No. (sighs) Just going to stay inside where it's cool and listen to music to help me relax. Music that makes me feel cool. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I, I've been kind of frustrated with myself when it comes to listening to new music because I feel like I'll look at all the new ones out every Friday and then I might have time to listen to one or not during that work day, depending. And then I'll forget the next week and then there's a whole slew of new albums coming out that week. And so I've I've been frustrated because I haven't been keeping up with with it as well as I used to in the past uh, Mm -hmm. when I had less responsibilities at my other job, not the record store. (laughs) So, and I do a really good job of keeping up with concerts. So I thought, okay, well, why don't I try to solve this problem the way that I've approached the whole concerts thing? And that is spreadsheet. Oh my gosh, of course. A spreadsheet for everything. A spreadsheet for everything. I made a spreadsheet of new albums. Every oh Friday I add to it all new albums. I do not add singles. I just add new album releases every how, Friday. How extensive is this spreadsheet? Like what are your what are the columns? The columns of this spreadsheet are artist, album title, release date. There is a column that has drop downs for listened. The answer in the drop down is yes, some, or no. Uh, and then another column is genre, and another column for notes where I can be like, oh, I really like this, or like, oh my God, what WTF? I cannot listen to this. It's not listenable. It's terrible. You okay. Know, is, there, like is there color coding involved? Yes. <laughs> On the, um, the filters of whether I've listened to it or not. Uh, Yes is green, some is yellow, and no is red. And so I can also filter those um, options on the listened column and just see the ones that I have not listened to or just see the ones that I have listened to or et cetera. I love it. I'm filled with pride. (laughs) It really has been working for me, no lie. I've listened to so much new music lately. And so I was thinking, remember when we talked about new music Oh, yeah. Recently, music that was new to us. You want to do that again? Yeah. For sure, for sure. I'm not as organized as you are. I don't have, I'm not as like intentional with my discovery of new music, but I have stumbled upon some really cool stuff just kind of randomly, you know, this year that I'm happy to talk about. And it's always in like the strangest places. If it's like either it's in a store or like a commercial or a fashion show or something completely random where I'm like, oh, what is that? You know, and I have to whip out the Shazam. 
That's kind of yeah. how it's been happening lately. Oh, that's really fun when that happens. I think last time I kind of talked about some old music that I discovered, but I think this time it's going to be all brand new stuff that I've discovered through my my spreadsheet uh, maintenance here for new oh, albums. Exciting. Sweet. I can't wait to hear what you've got. Yeah, same, same here. Uh, do you want to kick it off? Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Awesome. I've been on a real Afrobeat, Afropop kick lately. There are just a ton of dope artists popping up in that arena. And my current fave is Ira Starr. Have you heard of Ira Starr by any chance? I have not. Okay, so she's, she's amazing. She's very young, only about 20 or 21. Um, she's a Nigerian singer who'd been modeling as a teenager before pivoting to music. And, you know, she'd been posting her covers to Instagram. And after sharing her first original song in December 2019, um, she was scouted and signed to Maven Records. And then she like blew up early 2021 with the release of her EP and its hit track, Away. Let's listen to a bit. So this song charted really well. It hit number 17 on the Billboard Top Triller Global Chart, which full disclosure, I didn't know existed, really. <laughs> I never quite understood how Triller worked. But yeah, this chart ranks songs based on the amount of views of videos containing the song, the level of engagement with those vids, and the raw total uploads featuring that song. So that's a thing. Hold on, what is this? I Trilla? It's, it's I've called never Triller. I've heard of this. I've heard of it, but I, I didn't quite understand what it was. But yeah, it has like its own billboard dedicated chart now. So Wow. Yeah. Welcome That's to the cool. social media age. Yeah. So anyway, she's got a full length mixtape from 2021 called 19 and Dangerous. And the lead single is called Bloody Samaritan. It hit number one in Nigeria, becoming the first solo song by a female artist to do so, which is pretty wild. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the song, the first song I heard from her that really, really got me hooked is a single she released earlier this year called Sibility. Let's listen to that. I am completely obsessed with this song. The groove, her deep, silky voice. You know I love a beautiful woman with a sultry, deep voice. It's just so smooth and it gets in your hips, man. I don't know. I love it. Cool. You vibe into it. <laughs> it's, it's a really yeah. good dance song. That's cool. Yeah. You know who she kind of sounds like? Another really great Nigerian singer called Thames. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to just throw in a, a side recommendation for Thames here too, because her voice also is super magical, like really deep and rich. Um, let's listen to a little bit of her song. She's got a song called Higher. That's great. There you go again. With your deaf ears, open your mind to the sound of the trumpet. What do you want from a life of the... I love Thames. She won a Grammy this year for her collaboration with Future and Drake. And she did a tiny desk last year. So definitely check that out. She's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, just thrown in two amazing Nigerian artists. Uh, so how do you spell her name? Thames is T-E-M-S. Oh, okay. All right. Handing it back to you. What do you got? Cool. 
Okay, so I just learned about this band, indie rock band from Detroit called Bonnie Dune, and they are actually the backing band for Waxahachie. This new album came out June 16th, so super new, and they started out in 2014 with a demo, uh, which became their first self-titled studio album, Bonnie Dune which was released in 2017. And then uh, they followed that one up with Long Wave in 2018. So it's been a while since their last record, but now they have Let There Be Music out on Anti Records. There's a lot to talk about And we'll let it happen naturally And I love it. I mean, as soon as it started playing, I was like, oh, Ooh, oh, I like this, you know, it, okay, you're going to laugh. You are going to laugh at me, but I've been describing it as Evan Dando meets Camper Van Beethoven. I've also told friends it's a little pavementy, a little Purple Mountain Silver Jews. Oh my goodness, okay. I think it's that, the guy, uh, it's his voice. It's very, um, the singer Bobby Colombo just has like a beautiful baritone voice. But it's indie, it's kind of folky in some in some ways. But yeah, I just I really like it. And so this album, I had never heard them before. So I'm I'm not even going to dig into their old stuff yet, because I'm still exploring this one. But they were inspired by a few different things making this record. Bobby moved from Detroit to this place in Northern California that has like really strict laws against development. So it's super rural and able to stay wild and and so he was, he, they wrote most of the record out there in this very peaceful place in California. They were also inspired by French pop, Atel Adnan, who is a Lebanese poet and painter. Rafi even they were inspired by. So the whole Rafi thing, which I think is pretty neat, they said that a lot of elementary school teachers had written to them and said that they play that album Long Wave in their classrooms a lot. So they got to thinking about new ways to approach their audience, just thinking about their audience in new ways. And so when they were making this album, they were thinking of uh, Let There Be Music as something like a children's song that could resonate with adults too. I think that's super neat. So let's listen to the the title track, Let There Be Music by Bonnie Doon. Let there be music Let there be love Let there be laughter More than enough Yeah, it's a really kind of a a light-hearted album in a sense. Oh, it actually in that way also reminds me of Drug Dealer. Do you remember how I was going on Mm -hmm. and on and on about that album last year? Yeah, yeah. Kind of has a similar feel-goodness uh about it that that one does. Someone from, um, I think it was on actually Pitchfork, it says monotone melody suggests Maureen Tucker supporting Stephen Malcolmus. Let There Be Music doesn't particularly sound like indie rock, save for one factor. Both Linux and Columbo sing with the deadpan delivery common among bands inspired by 1990s lo-fi rockers. <laughs> and when I read that, I was like, see, I knew it. Like that had such uh, that same vibe, but I, I just love that kind of uh, I don't care deadpan thing from the 90s, something about it. Yeah, it's very like kind of languid and chill, laid back. Yeah. You know, totally. I wonder, I wonder how much you mentioned that they are from like a rural 
area or recorded? They are from Detroit, Michigan, but they recorded or wrote a lot of these songs um, in a very rural area. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, it's interesting to know like how much that impacted the creative trajectory of things, you know? Yeah. Like writing music in kind of this open, wild space versus bedroom DJs who are, you know, closed up in their, their little box, churning it out. That's true. Well, okay, so I was going to save some details in case I wanted to talk about it more another time, but I think I will just go ahead and say some things. I think it's really interesting. But when in between their two albums, Long Wave and this one, Let There Be Music, of course they were touring with Waxahachie a, a little bit, but the group had quite a bit of personal traumas. Bobby Colombo actually recovered from a brain injury and Lyme disease, and oh their drummer experienced uh, some an increase of inflammation in Crohn's in their Crohn's disorder. So it sounds like they have experienced some 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 yeah some issues, but at the same time had some good times with Waxahachie. So it was an all dark and gloomy, and yeah, I, I, it just sounds so upbeat and light at times that you you almost don't realize that they would have ever had any issues like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally hear that. Or kind of like a, it's like a devil may care, like, eh, you know, this is life, ups and downs. Like even the lyrics yeah. of that song, it acknowledges also sadness, which I appreciate, yeah. you know? That's true. All right, cool. I like that one. Good pick. Yay. Okay, number two on my list, I guess two and a half since I threw in an extra <laughs> on the tail end. All right, is the band Reservoir, spelled R-E-S-A-V-O-I-R. So this is an interesting one. I can't decide how best to categorize this. It's it's definitely jazz with hip hop, some 60s pop, some experimental electronic elements. It's very complex. I think you'd dig this one, Tara. Basically, Reservoir is a band led by Chicago trumpeter Will Miller, who's been on stage with tons of big artists from Whitney Houston to Mac Miller. He's also part of the indie folk band Whitney. He's label mates oh. with... Oh, yeah? You're familiar with Whitney? Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. He's label mates with Micaiah McRaven, both from International Anthem. And the lineup from Reservoir includes some of Chicago's most shining talents, like Akenya Seymour, Lane Beckstrom, Irvin Pierce, Sen Morimoto, and many, many more. So in 2019, they released their debut eponymous album. The lead single, Escalator, garnered rave reviews. Here's a bit of that. So Tina Edwards from Supreme Standards, which I didn't know this before, but it's a platform based in the UK that supports international jazz, funk, and soul. Edwards likened the single to, quote, Radiohead on a jazz trip, which I can totally see what she's getting at with that comparison. I can kind of hear that. So I've been trying to figure out, I think I think I discovered Reservoir by way of harpist Brandy Younger, whom we spoke about recently in the store. She is a featured guest on Reservoir's track, Taking Flight. But I want to play my favorite track from the album called Reservoir. There's like, there's so many distinct vibes happening in this track it's just so textured like it's psychedelic and then it's lo-fi and dreamy but then it gets like really crisp and tight in places 
Um, also on a nerdy gamer side note, <laughs> I think I'm drawn to this song too, because there's this really nostalgic sound early on. It's like the second theme that happens in the song. It's a sound I distinctly recognize from an old JRPG I love. I think it's Chrono Cross, maybe Chrono Trigger. So any gamer nerds in the store might be able to tease that one out and <laughs> share the nostalgia with me on that one. But yeah, That's I love awesome. that track. I mean, from my nerdy brain, uh, on this Spotify description, do you know how they have the about section for artists? Mm -hmm. um, one paragraph says, in Miller's modest editing room, Reservoir grew from the experiment into epic opus recalling the lush psychedelic soul jazz orchestrations of David Axelrod and Charles Stepney. But, and here's the part that I like zoomed in on big time, but in the sample-laden style of yesterday's new content, broadcast oh, drool or thundercat absolutely I broadcast so i zoomed in right there like wait broadcast what yeah so throw this one in your spreadsheet because i think you would yeah. enjoy it definitely need to be putting this one in the spreadsheet <laughs> maybe i need a whole other tab that's like albums that i need to listen to that aren't new brand new do it man i'm all for expanding <laughs> the spreadsheet the more tabs the merrier more to do <laughs> all right back to you all right Okay, so this one is a totally new band for me. Never heard of them either, but they're also semi-local. They are the Pink Stones from Athens, Georgia. And they just released a new album called You Know Who out on June 30th. And yeah, just the all of the players in this band are just so talented. One guy, John Neff in particular, and he was in Japan Cakes and he was an original founding member of Drive By Truckers. But he is, in my mind, the standout uh, talent in this album. The album is like very kind of like alt country, but there's some rock elements in there as well. Just very like kind of Graham Parsons. It's country laden Southern album. I, I like it. I dig it. But again, John Neff, he plays pedal steel. And man, just listening to the pedal steel across this album, John Neff is the, the talent, I think, in this, in this album. Let's see. The song I think I want to call out for this album is called Roses and Poppies. It's the first track on the album. Put down your roses, bring out your poppies. I feel more That's sweet. That's a really sweet, fun song. I'm seeing a real shift here, Tara. You're, you're like you're coming yeah. out of your brooding, moody jazz fall and winter thing. And now you have like this really upbeat, kind of happy like, folk. Yeah. Kind of bluesy, country <laughs> folky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, 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 definitely. I could see that. And if anyone's ever heard of the Beechwood Sparks, they kind of remind me of the Beechwood Sparks, which the Beechwood Sparks do a great cover of By Your Side by Shaw Day, if you're interested in hearing something a little different. <laughs> um, and I think it's on the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack, actually. But I really like the story of how this band came to be. Their journey to the Pink Stones started in 2015 when freshman college student punk rocker Hunter Pinkston Pinkston, Pink Stones, get it? Ha. Nice. Bought a special single by one of his favorite bands, The Lemonheads. It really? always comes back to Evan Dando. <laughs> of course. Always. And I wasn't even intentionally looking for this. Like, this is just an Athens band that has a new album out. Like, this is an accidental Lemonheads connection. 
Anyways, uh, it was the song Brass Buttons on that single, which on one side was the Lemonheads and on the other side is Graham Parsons. And he was never really a big country head, but once he heard this Graham Parsons song, I was like, oh my God, I love I didn't know I like country until now. And so then he began tracking down all the Graham Parsons music he could find and and uh, and found, you know, that he really likes country music. But he also said when I was a kid, my mom liked country music, but my dad was totally a rocker. And he said that his dad was a drummer in some local South Georgia bands in the 70s, which opened for the Allman Brothers. And then he continued to be a fan of music, you know, after he quit playing. So it's kind of this guy sounds like he grew up surrounded by country music on his mom's side and then rock and roll and southern rock on his dad's side and just like hella in it but also just being in Athens now where it's such a big music scene there where you know it's the home of REM and actually this John Neff guy who I've talked about as being like the strong player of this album I saw him play with Mike Mills from REM with the Atlanta Symphony and he did the ukulele um, oh wow parts and it's an interesting combo really good so yeah and you know i kind of mentioned this uh album as being alt country but i think someone from pop matters probably describes them best uh, in this album best and i want to read it it's kind of wordy but i think it's such a good description they nail it it's an acknowledgement of the birds graham parsons american beauty area grateful dead but an appreciation of shoegaze and perhaps even accidentally the strange spacey beauty of daniel lenoir and Brian Eno's Apollo, Atmosphere and Soundtracks. There are glimpses of 1970s Tulsa beer halls and hordes of shit kickers hitting the dance floor. It helps, too, that there's a subtle but profound sense of humor at work here and that repeated listens reveal the full nuances of the music itself. That's such a good review. I I love when people talk about music as if they're wine sommeliers. It's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's so, it works. It's so helpful to kind of pinpoint what it is you're experiencing but yeah totally and I think they nail it because they're going for that like 70s kind of folky country vibe but also you hear a little bit of the indie like the shoegaze the rock part maybe the Athens influence and then the 1970s Tulsa beer halls and hordes of shit kickers hitting the dance floor. like you know there's a lot of mustaches in that room and long <laughs> hair and yeah plaid <laughs> yeah their Facebook page has a has a cute very descriptive line too. It says the Pink Stones offer up bruised and battered pool hall ballads full of heartbreak, humor, whiskey, and wine. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. The Pink Stones, you know who, check it out. Cool. All right. Well, I've got one more for you. And this one, I think you'll be into this one too. Or maybe you've already heard of her. I don't know. A singer-songwriter based in LA named Jessica Pratt. Yes. Oh my God. I love, 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 love Jessica Pratt. Okay. And I've seen her and she's wonderful. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I had a, I had a notion that you might already know about her because she's been around for a bit, but I'm just discovering her. I believe this was a Spotify recommendation, actually, specifically the song Polly Blue. So this is the first song I'd heard from her off of her third album, Quiet Signs, which was released back in 2019. And her sound is just this, uh, I don't know, it's like this psychedelic freak folk with some Cali rock, some 60s vibes in there. As far as her sound, I think Vulture.com described it so well in an interview with Pratt saying that her, quote, sound can feel a little like a rain-smeared window, blurry, vague, contemplative. 
which is just perfect, mm. right? But I think I think her voice is just enchanting. I think of like Leslie Goldfrapp with the haunting wide reverb, a little Joanna Newsom, a little Joan Baez, you know, but that doesn't even begin to yeah. capture the unique tone of her voice. It's like how I'd imagine a forest nymph would sound. <laughs> yeah, like a Vashti Bunyan. Mm-hmm. It's a Vashti Bunyan meets like Joni Mitchell or I don't know. Yeah, there's a, a cooing and there's also a little like high pitched whininess to it, but like in a good way. Yeah, it's like the whininess actually works. No, I know what you're yeah. trying to say. Maybe that's not okay, like I'm the like, most flattering, not flattering adjective. <laughs> but yeah, she does kind of have, it feels like a little tiny fairy is singing to you like right next to your ear, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like soothing. It's gentle. It is cooing is the word. It's a, it's a gentle cooing. coo. And she's a great songwriter yeah. too. It's, you know, I think she's got all the right ingredients, very simple acoustic guitar. I don't know. I just, it, it just like kind of wraps you up like a blanket and it's just really, really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy, heavy lidded voice, they say on this. Heavy lidded voice. Absolutely. I wanted to hear a little bit of the first single from the album too, this time around. This time around, as you come so That's my song. Yeah, is that your song? <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, I, I'm just, you know, being turned on to her, so I don't know a lot about her story, but it seems like this third album is when it really, like, clicked. And this album was really, really big for her, really major. Yeah, I saw her at Pitchfork Festival, and it was very unfortunate because, you know, the music is very quiet. It is just her voice and an acoustic guitar, and I think she maybe had someone on steel or something like that. There was one other guy, but I can't remember what he was doing. On the opposite stage, it was, who's the guy, Mackinnon or whatever? Club going up on Tuesday. And I was just like, oh my God, please. I, I, I just want to hear Jessica Pratt. But all I could hear was this poppy trap music happening in the background. <laughs> That's crazy. Why would they organize it that way? I know, exactly. <laughs> it was a bummer. And I haven't seen her again since and I wish that she would just come to Atlanta and like play 529 or the Earl somewhere, somewhere yeah something like intimate small. yeah that would yeah. be dope yeah well I good I I think she's great I guess that you might have seen her already I'm glad to have been proven right um and that means that you dig her which is also cool I love her so much such a I often listen to her music I have a whole playlist called seasonal folk women and seasonal folk men's as a separate one. But it's like songs you want to hear when it's wintry and dark and bleak and you're in your cardigans and your yeah, yeah. thick wool socks and you're listening to Jessica Pratt and like Vashti Bunyan and maybe Broadcast even or Karen Dalton. Yeah, just the whole spread of women like that. I love I love them. Hmm. I, I might need you to share that playlist with me. That sounds interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. I will. It's a good one, but you might need to just save it for winter. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for me today. Do you have another artist? I do. Sweet. And that's one I know we already both really love. It's not new to me. It's just a brand new song by okay. someone we both really love. And that is Sampha. Oh, nice. I've been waiting for new Sampha. It's been six years since he's put out anything new, since his amazing debut album named Process from 2017. But he has a new single. It came out on June 28th. It's called Spirit 2.0. 
next thing I'm drifting into open sky And I don't feel so scared And it's awesome. And he made it with Yusuf Daez, uh, El Guincho, Owen Pallet. It has vocals from Yeji and Abeyi, uh, Abeyi's Elisa Diaz. Cool. And then, yeah, it's just, it starts really soft and soulful. And then it kind of crescendos into this sort of floating melody of strings and like electronic bits where you think they're going to drop into something bigger, louder, heavier, but it never really does. And I don't know, it's, it's a really beautiful song, of course, as always from Sampa. And I also just love how he has a way of including life in his songs. And I don't know how else to say that except for like, he just always talks about struggle, but joy and also anticipation, this like feeling of anticipation in in his music. And so I'm just calling that life. Yeah, I dig it. So does this mean an album is coming? That's what I'm saying. I can't wait for an album and a tour. And a tour. Yes, yes. It's time. It's been damn near a decade. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. I like that. It's a vibe. I dig it. I'll listen to this one while I'm chilling or getting some work done or whatever. Um, I like, I like the little, I like when there's this juxtaposition of big airy pads with like a really tight kind of plinkety plonkety beat. Yeah. 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 It is plinky. It's got a plinky little drum thing going on. Yeah. In the background. I dig that. That's groovy. That was it. That was so good. It just gives it so much spaciousness, you know? Yeah, 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 totally. And then there's the strings, too, that they throw in. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, dope. Dope for real. (laughs) That's my list. We have a good little blend of things here. I think so. We traversed a lot of ground. We did some Afrobeat. We did some country, folk, blues. Soul. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Good list. I can see a good, like, playlist forming from all of those, actually. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, maybe we'll have to link it on the store website. You hear that, folks? All of you in the store? Check it out. Check out our playlists. Yeah. Relive the magic. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I love it when we talk about new music. Um, It's always a fun time. And I'm looking for another Jessica Pratt to happen. You know, like I... Mm. I want to have that same moment that you just had with Jessica Pratt where you're like, ooh, you know, because when I heard her for the first time, I was like, oh, I was just smitten with her voice immediately. Yeah. And I wonder what else is out there that I don't know that's not necessarily new. So I love it when we talk about this stuff. It's interesting. So you say you want to, you're interested in hearing the next Jessica Pratt. Do you think you've, does she not really excite you anymore like she used to? I mean, I just, that... That like feeling. the first time hearing her was so, right, just yeah. always chasing the dragon almost. Right, right. I need the next, what is the thing that's that's going to be my new favorite that I'm going to have all of the albums of, you know? And I have like, I think I have all of her albums. So I need, yeah, I, I like that. I mean, maybe it's another Jessica Brett album, but I like discovering new artists that I just become immediately obsessed with. Yeah, that is a good feeling. Yeah, I dig that too. I guess I kind of had that too when I listened to her because I haven't heard a voice like that in so long, you know? Yeah. And it just it just kind of filled in this void I didn't realize was there at all. And I kind of had a yeah. similar experience with Ira Starr. Like, I love Afrobeat, but I'd kind of been out of the loop for a while. And But I heard that song and it just like, it just stuck in my gray matter. And I was just playing it all the time and dancing to it all the time. So it's exciting yeah. when, you, when you can get really hooked on something like that. Yeah. Do you like a baby? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They have somewhat of an Afrobeat thing sometimes. Not all of it, of course, but I feel like yeah. when I saw them, it had that flavor. I haven't listened to them in a minute. I bet they've got some new stuff I've missed out on. Good call out. Cool. Well, I can't wait to do this again. Yeah, for sure. we got to keep this going. There's always cool new stuff that's popping up in the most unexpected of places. So yeah, let's do it again. Totally. Awesome. Yes. All right. Should we close the store early tonight? It's kind of slow. I think so. Yeah. You know, let's go home. Okay. (laughs) We we run the shots. We are closing. (laughs) Yeah. I'll see you around. Yeah. Same here. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Record Store Society is hosted by Natalie White and Tara Davies. If you'd like to contact the show, visit our website at recordstoresociety.com. Or you can find us on all your favorite social media sites with the handle at Record Store Society.